When you recognize it, you have to take immediate action to stop perpetuating the lie. It's Evie here. Welcome to EML Radio, where we are always talking truth. All of those things you need to hear that nobody else is willing to say. This episode is brought to you by Copow. Brighter food, brighter life. At Copow, we allow you to treat yourself to not cooking. Incredibly colorful, powerful meals delivered directly to you that taste like you're dining out but at home. At Copow, we believe that colors taste better. We only use fresh, seasonal, colorful ingredients packed with all the good stuff so boring beige foods need not apply. It's nutrition that you can actually see. Nature provides incredible ingredients year-round. So if it's not in season, you're not going to find it in our food. So look, diets don't work. Food you want to eat does. Copal meals are perfectly balanced, craveably good, and help you eat right without you even knowing it. So whether you are looking to take a break from cooking just a few times per week, need business or lunchtime meals, or you're a busy family who needs a combination of meals for parents and kids, Copow has the perfect weekly meal plan for you. So just visit copow.com, that's C-O-P-O-W.com, and input your zip code to find out if Copow meals are delivered in your area. Copow, brighter food, brighter life. Hello, truth seekers. Today's episode of EML Radio is sponsored by Strong Start. Strong Start is a new 90-day program designed to give you the opportunity through a structured program to start living your most fulfilling life. When it comes to eating, moving, and living, there are three critical things to develop in order for you to have lasting success. And those are self-discipline, knowledge, and accountability. So after devoting over a decade of my life to coaching in nutrition and fitness and mindset, I found myself losing accountability and self-discipline. Now I know exactly what it takes to create a fit body and a mind and a spirit to live to my highest potential. But over the last year, I felt myself just slipping, which is why I decided to develop the Strong Start program. Strong Start gives you absolutely everything you need to bring order back to your life especially in a time of great chaos like we're in right now. It's designed over a 90-day period with three 30-day phases. So phase one is designed for you to really hone in on developing self-discipline. And then phase two allows you to start using that newfound discipline to incorporate more choices into your eating and into your movement. And then phase three, man, that gives you the runway that you need to put all the newfound discipline and knowledge into place so you can sustain this progress for the rest of your life. So Strong Start works by providing you a complete program guide with exercises for absolutely every fitness level so that you know that what you're actually doing is going to produce the greatest results. And it keeps you moving in a way that is safe and that's functional for your lifestyle. 
It also gives you the mindset exercises to ensure that you're shifting your mind into seeking the most from yourself every single day. Because all of the exercises and all of the nutrition advice in the world won't help unless you work on building that mental toughness first. It also provides you a hardbound mindset and accountability journal so that you are writing down and tracking your progress every single day for those 90 days. And then lastly, the Strong Start Nutrition Guide uses my colors, not calories method in order to teach you how to eat so that you will never have to go on a diet again. Listen, Strong Start is changing my life and it is changing the lives of countless others. And it will undoubtedly change yours too. So head on over to evfats.com and learn more about Strong Start. Just remember, it is never too late to seek out and create a better you, but you just have to start. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of EML Radio. Today, we're going to talk about how we're all guilty of using a truth or a portion of the truth to perpetuate a lie. Um, This came up in a discussion that I was having while Jen and I were recording an episode of Raw Sugar the other day, and I have been reflecting and meditating and writing on this ever since, for the last couple of days, because it really was a big revelation for me. Um, Things that maybe I would have classified before as just excuses, I've been working through a deeper understanding and I would say a more higher level understanding of where these quote unquote excuses come from. And just referring to them as excuses is kind of, is kind of dumbing them down. Um, so I'm going to start by just giving you an example of areas in my life recently and currently that I am recognizing that I am taking a fundamental truth, something that is true in my life, but I'm using that to perpetuate a lie, to perpetuate a lie to myself in the areas that I'm not doing what I know I should be doing. And after I kind of share that with you, I'm going to go through some areas that I've written down the last couple of days of where I'm seeing this. Um, And literally where I'm seeing it everywhere. I mean, everywhere in society right now. And then where I see it in individuals, individuals that I've coached over the past decade, individuals that I have conversations with, where I'm seeing people take a piece of a truth and then using it not just as an excuse, but actually using that to kind of create a narrative and create a lie in their life that's keeping them from actually doing the things they know they should and need to be doing for themselves. Um, And then I'm going to leave you with just some takeaways. Um, Like, what do we do about it? (laughs) And the first thing is recognizing it. So I'll just start by, you know, I've said before that in the last three years, I've gone through significant life changes, really significant life changes. 
selling and selling a business that I had built from the ground up, um, which was a was a big ordeal. I moved. My daughter changed schools twice, and then the third time here because of COVID, bringing her into my office to do school. Um, I had shoulder surgery. I stopped competing in CrossFit. I started EML. I started our Eat for Gyms program. I started EML Radio, Talking Truth. Um, and my latest venture is I've started Copow Foods. So needless to say, in the last three years, I have just gone through a shit ton of changes. Um, and I haven't denied the fact that it's been really challenging for me. Um, and I've mentioned it that during all of that time, like I slowly started to put on weight. And then before I knew it, I was like fucking 30 pounds heavier um, than I was three years ago. Like my body's not even the same. Well, in recognizing all of that, the narrative that I've been telling myself for several years now is that all of these changes occurred. So inevitably, this is what happens. Like it happens that I gain weight because I'm not training like I used to. It happened that I'm not showing up 100% for my family and doing the things that are my obligation within my household because I'm stretched in all of these other areas of creating new business. On and on. And here's what I mean by taking a truth and turning it into a lie. Let's just take my fitness for a, a clear example. Okay, it is true that I sold my gym and so I no longer have just unlimited access to a gym. I did have shoulder surgery. And so it is true. It's an actual fact that I can't use my shoulder the way that I used to. It is an actual fact that I have a propensity and a, I have the body type that really just can get top heavy easily and I gain weight like through my midsection in my face. That's all true. These are, these are actual factual things, guys. These are truths, hard truths. Okay? But here's where the lie comes in. The lie comes in when I say those are the reasons that I gained 30 pounds. Those aren't the fucking reason I gained 30 pounds. The reason I gained 30 pounds is because I wasn't showing up in the ways that I used to show up for my health and fitness. Plain and simple. And realizing that has just blown my mind. I'm like, oh my God. So, and I think this is, this is where, this is where it really hit home for me is I'm not really an excuse maker. I really am not. Like I don't blame other people or other things for my shit. But I realized how easy it was for me to perpetuate this lie to myself when it was based in truth. So it's not like I was just, it's not like I was just making something up. Like, oh, I have no idea why I gained this weight. I wasn't doing that. I really could pinpoint the things that happened, the truths that happened in my life. And so that was enabling me to make the excuse of why I gained the weight or why I wasn't showing up 100% for my family. 
all the other areas where I know I've been giving less than my very best. But the underlying reasons there were actual truths. And I see this literally everywhere in society right now. Let's just take race, all the racial tension that we have going on in our country right now, which is truly devastating. This isn't going to end well for anybody, just so you know, right? Because we're no longer having conversations. And without conversation, we only will have conflict. But let's just take race. Now, is there racism? Absolutely. I don't think any one with half a brain would deny the fact that racism exists. It, this is the world, guys. Like racism is an evil and there will always be evil in the world. Now, did our country historically take part and perpetuate acts like atrocious acts of racism? Like no doubtedly, like no, no doubt. So what we are doing now, though, is we are taking a truth, a fundamental truth that, yes, for one, racism is a huge part of our history. For two, racism still exists. We are, as long as the world exists, we are never going to completely alleviate racism. But to go so far as to take those facts and perpetuate the lie that our whole entire country is systemically racist is horseshit. This country is not systemically racist because white people 150 years ago participated in slavery and, like I said, absolutely unacceptable, horrific, I mean truly horrific acts of racism because white people did that does that mean that every white person to this day has ingrained racism in this? Fuck no. But you know why it is such a powerful narrative? It's because the lie is being perpetuated from a truth. Gender is another one. Are there people out there that suffer or not suffer, that's, that's um, judgmental of me. Let me back that up. Are there people that struggle or recognize that they are, are dealing with gender dysmorphia? Well, absolutely, no doubt. No doubt. But to say that gender is something that's so fluid that you can just declare what you, what you identify as and somehow that that is actually true, it's not true. It's a lie. Biology tells us that. Plain and simple facts. You can't deny science. There are two genders. Period. But because some people are going through issues with their gender, we then take that truth and perpetuate a lie that each and every one of us just has the unlimited ability to identify as anything that we choose. Those are huge factors society-wide right now, guys, where we are going to have a battle, a true battle to undo this narrative because the narrative is so powerful when it is 
based on a truth. It's based on a truth that then is turned into a lie by blanket approaching things. By saying that because there's racism, that now we are systemically racist. By saying that some people struggle with their gender identity, now that you just have unlimited ability to to identify as anything you choose and that genders don't exist. I see this, I've seen this so many times over and over again in all my years of coaching, in, you know, one-on-one conversations with people or group discussions where I hear things like, I've always been overweight. Well, yeah, that's actually probably true. If you're saying that and if you're someone that has struggled with your weight your whole life, okay, that is actually a truth. But because you've always been overweight and you just saying I've always been overweight as if that's something that you can't change, that's bullshit. You can change it. Or other things. I don't like to read. I don't read. Okay, well, maybe you don't. Maybe that is a factual truth. But is that your excuse? Are you just going to perpetuate a lie then that you don't learn how to love to read, you don't take on reading just because you never have in the past. You're using a fact to then perpetuate a lie and to give yourself an out, an excuse for not doing the work. I don't like to work out. I don't like to cook. Right? Yeah, that may be true. It's a truth to you. You really probably don't enjoy it. But is that going to be then your reason and your lie that you create to yourself that you can't eat healthy because of the truth that you don't like to cook, that is when you've taken a truth and you are perpetuating a lie in order to shirk your duty and your responsibility to step up to the plate and make changes and do the work that we're all supposed to be doing. I know this one is great too. I'm just getting old. Well, yeah, no shit. We're all getting older. (laughs) Saying I'm getting old is a fact, right? It's a truth. You can't deny that. We're all aging, right? The alternative to aging is dying. So I think that we're all pretty happy that we're aging. But if you are saying to yourself that you're getting old, so I can't dot, 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 you fill in the blank. You're full of shit. You are using the truth and the fact that you are getting older as an excuse for you to perpetuate a lie within your own mind so that you aren't responsible for doing the work. All of these things are just excuses. And I would go beyond calling them excuses. They are examples of each and every one of us telling ourselves blatant lies that are based in a piece of the truth. So we'll go back to my example of me and my fitness and the lack of, you know, gaining weight and not taking care of myself the way that I used to. Like the first step for me was recognizing it. 
because I wasn't consciously using those things as an excuse. I was actually relying on the fact that like, yeah, those things really did happen for me. And yes, those things made it make it harder for me to get back in shape. They made it harder for me to keep my level of fitness, but they didn't make it impossible. They just changed the game for me. So here are the things that I kind of want to point out that we can do to turn this around. And it starts by turning it around and recognizing it in our own life before we try to get out there and change it amongst society. Because we're not very effective, guys, in changing things in the outside world until we are really doing the work within ourselves. It all starts with changing within us. So the number one thing we have to do is we have to recognize it. And it's really interesting. The only reason that I totally recognized it in this way and came up with the whole entire definition of using a truth to perpetuate a lie is because I was having conversation. So in order for us to build awareness, we have to do a couple of things. We have to have conversations with people that we love and that we trust, but also with people that are going to hold us accountable and not not let us keep on feeding ourselves full of shit. And I know the reason that this came up for me when I was talking to Jen is because I know very well Jen is going to be, she's someone that has my back and having my back means that she doesn't just always let me lie to myself and doesn't always just tell me all the things I want to (laughs) hear. So you have to be having conversations, talk to people, figure out areas in your life where you know, we all know it, right? It's not like I can deny the fact that, okay, I'm two sizes bigger than I ever have been. I'm not as comfortable in my body as I always have been. I look at pictures and I'm like, oh, I need to hold the camera slightly above me because my face looks full. Like, I know that shit. We all know the areas, even if we're not willing to admit it, we know the areas where we are doing less than what we know we're capable of doing. And we need to talk to other people about that. We need to be honest and open and start working through, are we using excuses? Are we using pieces of the truth to tell ourselves this story that becomes a lie? So you got to talk through it. I also highly recommend writing through it. You guys know that I am a big fan of, I don't even like to call it journaling because I don't necessarily sit down and write pages of journal. I don't. I just always have a notebook with me that when shit pops into my head, I'm like, oh, I need to write that down. That's my version of journaling. So you got to talk through it. You got to write it down. And then most importantly, when you recognize it, You have to take immediate action to stop perpetuating the lie. And it's not easy, right? It's not easy because what happens is after we have used this little piece to perpetuate this lie to ourselves, another one that just popped into my head is like, oh, I don't have time for things. Well, you're probably really busy. That is a truth. But you're not too busy to do the things that you need to do to take care of yourself. You're not too busy 
to do the work for you to have a content and fulfilling life. You're not. You're not too busy to have a good marriage. You're not too busy to give uninterrupted time and attention to your kids. You're not too busy to cook for yourself. You're not too busy to exercise. You're not too busy to go for a walk. You're not too busy to get good sleep. Like You're just not. That's a big one. The too busy thing. Yeah, that's that's a huge, that's a huge lie that literally every single one of us are guilty of telling ourselves. But once we recognize that, we have to take the action to make the changes. And the last piece of kind of input or advice I'll leave you with here is don't try to change them all at once. Because what's happened is we've kind of perpetuated this lie based in truth for so long that We've ingrained some seriously deep habits. And habits aren't easy to break. So you have to take it one piece at a time, not overwhelm yourself, but then don't also allow yourself to keep on perpetuating the lie. Recognize that there are probably 10, 15 different areas that you need to, you need to pick up the pace and hold yourself accountable on and stop perpetuating lies but recognize that you can't do all of them at once and focus on the one that you are going to tackle first, but don't allow yourself to continue perpetuating the lie in the other areas. Just allow yourself the freedom to say, you know what, there's a lot of other things I need to tackle too, but for right now, this is what I'm going to do. So here is the truth I'm going to leave you with today. We all know deep inside of us what our truth really is. We all know when we close our eyes at night, if we have really given everything to ourselves and ultimately to the world that we have to give. And it is very easy to take a truth, spin it to our advantage, And give ourselves an excuse for why we're not doing all that we can be doing. And ultimately, those become lies. If we want to live with grace, if we want to live with some sense of fulfillment and knowing every day that we're actually living to our higher purpose, then we cannot allow ourselves to continue to perpetuate these small lies. All of those little lies add up to a life that is unauthentic and is not being lived in truth. I'm guilty of it. There isn't anybody out there that isn't, but we all have the capacity within ourselves to change. Thanks a lot for tuning in. We'll see you next time.